Wishing Day by Lauren Miracle. Chapter 11 Saturday night was game night at the block house. Aunt Elena was the one who'd started the tradition, and she was the one who came up with the games. Aunt Elena told Natasha and Daria it was for Ava, because Ava was the youngest, and Ava liked playing games. But Natasha knew that Elena liked playing games, too. In the past, they'd played Rat-a-Tat, Cat, or Trouble, or Monopoly. But not Monopoly had been taken out of rotation because it took so long, and because Daria got overly competitive when it came to getting Boardwalk and Park Place. Aunt Elena came up with non-game games, too. Games that were actually activities devised to make everyone laugh. Last month, Aunt Elena instructed everyone to stick their elbows out in front of them, one elbow per person, while lifting their hands to their shoulders, one hand per person, the hand that belonged with the lifted elbow. Then Aunt Elena went around and balanced a quarter on each person's upraised elbow. The goal, she said, was for everyone to cup their hands and then whip them down fast enough to catch the falling quarter. Aunt Vera's quarter kept plonking to the floor. My elbows are too pointy, she complained. Derry had mastered the trick quickly. She'd place a quarter on her elbow, swish her hand down in a graceful arc, then flip her hand over and open it. Did it, she'd cry, revealing the captured quarter. Ava, Aunt Elena, and Natasha were good at it as well. Along with Daria, they'd started adding quarters to make the challenge harder. Two quarters, three quarters, four quarters balanced neatly on top of their elbows, then caught just as neatly when they whipped down their hands or clattering noisily to the floor. It went both ways. Papa would have been good at it, Natasha suspected, because he was good with his hands. But although he'd stuck around and watched for ten or so minutes, he hadn't participated. Just once, Papa, Ava had pleaded. Just try once. Come on. I'm too old for games, he said. Then he'd smiled vaguely, ruffling Ava's hair and headed back to his workshop. Aunt Elena had been the grand winner that night, ultimately balancing 20 quarters on her elbow and catching every single one. Impressive, Natasha had said. Why, thank you, Aunt Elena had replied, her cheeks flushed and her hair coming loose from her ponytail. Tonight, for Ava's birthday, Aunt Elena came up with a game that would appeal especially to her. They'd already had Ava's favorite meal for dinner, spaghetti with meatballs. They'd sang to Ava and eaten cake and passed out presents. And Ava had beamed. Next year, I'll be 13, she said. But not until after I turn 13, Daria had said. I'll turn 13 before you. Duh, Avis had said. 
But as of tonight, you are 12 and that's cool too, Natasha had said. Sheesh, Daria. Can you let Ava have this one night all to herself? Now, with the dinner dishes put away, Aunt Elena called everyone around the kitchen table and told them to take a seat. Peppermint patties, Ava said, eyeing a large ceramic bowl full of shiny foil-wrapped mints. Yummy. Are they birthday peppermint patties? Where's Nate? Aunt Elena said, scanning the room. She opened the back door and sighed when she saw the lights on in Papa's room. Nate, she called. Nate! Let's just play, Daria said. How do we play? Ava asked. Yes, Elena, Aunt Vera said. She strode to Aunt Elena, reaching past her and closing the door. Illuminate us. Aunt Elena turned towards the table. Natasha caught a glimpse of sadness before she shook it off, smiled, and took her seat. The goal is not to eat them, Aunt Elena said, batting Ava's hand from the bowl. Ava made a sound of protest. She was wearing her new necklace, the one with the heart on it that Natasha had given her. It looked pretty. Not right away, Aunt Elena said. She selected a peppermint patty and unwrapped it. It was nearly the same size as a quarter. The goal, she tilted her face to the ceiling and put the peppermint patty on her forehead, is to get it into your mouth without using your hands. Then you can eat it. As she talked, the movement of her jaw made the peppermint patty slip off her forehead. It landed on the table and she laughed. She tried again, and by doing a lot of undignified tensing and wiggling of her facial muscles, she was able to navigate the mint all the way down to the bridge of her nose, at at which point it once again fell off. Everyone laughed. The chocolate coating was beginning to melt, and when Aunt Elena put the mint on her forehead for a third time, her fingers came away sticky. She contorted her face to move the mint, and this time, as it inchwormed down her face, it left a trail of chocolate. But by tilting her head slightly sideways, she got the mint onto her cheek, and from there, precariously into her mouth. Yes, she said, thrusting her fist into the air. She chewed and swallowed and grinned. Score. I want to try, Ava said, grabbing a mint. Natasha and Daria each took one, too. So did Aunt Vera, though she simply unwrapped hers and popped it in her mouth. Hey, cheating, Ava cried. Vera, that was very naughty, Aunt Elena scolded. Do you understand, or do I need to give you a timeout? Aunt Vera rolled her eyes. You have chocolate on your cheek. Natasha giggled. Her aunts were fun when they were in moods like this. Next to her, Ava scrunched and unscrunched her nose intently. She tried to watch the peppermint's progress, which made her eyes cross. Natasha glanced at Daria, and they shared a smile. They looked away quickly, both of them, but Natasha felt happy. After several tries, Ava got her mint into her mouth. She high-fived everyone and said, yes, just like Aunt Elena had. 
And like Aunt Elena, she had chocolate smeared all over her. She grabbed a second mint, unwrapped it, and said, Silas would not be good at this. She paused and tilted her head. Or maybe he would. Would he? Who's Silas? Natasha asked. A boy in my class. He goes to Miss J's for tutoring, too, but he doesn't like her to say it out loud. Say what out loud, Daria said. Silas, isn't it time for you to go to tutoring, she said in a voice that was an awful lot like Aunt Vera's. She switched back to her normal voice. He doesn't like people to know. I told him it doesn't matter, but she shrugged and licked a smudge of chocolate from her fingers. Anyway, he has such a tight grip that I can't unfurl his fingers at all, not once he's latched onto me. For a moment, no one responded. Then Natasha said, why does he grip you? Because he likes me. And by the way, there is one thing about being me that I don't like. And it's that Silas always wants to play with me during recess. And so does Melody and so does Alvina. So do a lot of people. But Alvina wants me all to herself. And I don't know what to do because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Oh, Natasha said. She frowned. When she was in sixth grade... Did she have playground problems? No, because she read books, usually. She got permission to spend recess in the library. Or on the days she didn't, she strolled with Molly around the playground's perimeter, listening and laughing as Molly babbled about whatever. Can't you play with all of them, she said? Or, like, rotate? Did you not hear a word, she said, Daria asked. No, she can't. Daria, watch your tone, Annalena warned. Ava looked at Natasha kindly. She patted her hand and said, It's okay. Mainly, I was just saying that everyone thinks it's so great to be popular, but sometimes it wears me out. Yeah, Natasha, Daria said. She turned to Ava. I understand because I'm popular too. Natasha just doesn't know what it's like. Daria, Aunt Elena, and Aunt Vera said at the same time. Natasha wasn't as bothered by Daria's comments as her aunt seemed to be. It stung, and Daria was being a jerk. But in Daria's mind, she probably thought she was being funny. And Natasha wasn't popular. So, everyone was different, including Ava and Daria. They were both popular, but not in the same way. Daria wouldn't choose Ava's friends, Natasha suspected, and vice versa. Also, Ava said, her mint fell off her face and she groaned. She leaned down and picked it up. Alvina just makes me mad sometimes because yesterday I told her I would play with her, but that we had to let Melody play too. Or that would be mean, and I definitely didn't want to be mean with my birthday right around the corner. And Alvina started crying, only it was fake crying. And then she ran to Miss Gupta and said she'd been bitten by a butterfly. And Miss Gupta let her go to the office and get a cold pack. Wow, Darius said. She caught her mint when it fell off her brow and just ate it.
What? Natasha said. Butterflies don't bite. I know. There weren't even anybody butterflies around. She basically got a cold pack for nothing. And now she's going around telling everyone how scary butterflies are. Butterflies aren't scary, Natasha said. She felt outraged that Alvina, that this Alvina person had suggested otherwise. Of course butterflies aren't scary, Aunt Elena said. My grandmother, who was your girl's great-grandmother, said that butterflies represent rebirth. And rebirth isn't scary, Daria said. Um, zombies, anyone? Our, gra our grandmother also said never to leave an empty bottle on the counter, Aunt Vera replied archly. Otherwise, it will soon be filled with tears. Everyone gave that some thought. How did the tears get in the bottle, Ava asked. You'd have to cry right into it, Daria said. Or use the bottle as a Kleenex. No, Ava said. Or put Alvina in a room with lots of butterflies and put the bottle in there too, Daria went on. It could be a test. If Alvina was scared of butterflies, she'd cry, right? If she filled the bottle with tears, she could prove it. There aren't any butterflies in the winter, Ava said, which is how I know Alvina didn't get bitten by one. Because it's too cold, she huffed. What I don't know is what the butterflies do when it's this cold. Where do they go? France, Daria said. Some fly to warmer places, Aunt Elena said. Others hibernate. Butterflies hibernate, Ava said. They tuck themselves into the snuggest spots they can find, Aunt Elena said. Beneath the loose bark on trees or inside a rotten log, they stay there until spring comes, and then they wake up. Aunt Elena glanced at Aunt Vera. It truly is magical if you think about it. If you say so, Aunt Vera said. I do, Aunt Elena replied. Did Mama? Ava piped up. What do you mean, Ava? Aunt Elena asked. Did Clara what? Ava grew uncomfortable. Just, was she on your side or Aunt Vera's about the butterflies? Did she, you know? She didn't complete her sentence, but she didn't need to. Not for t Natasha. Did Mama believe that butterflies were magic? That's what Ava wanted to know. Never mind, Ava said. Natasha sensed the barest flicker of a memory. She strained to catch it but it had already fluttered away.